the living feet. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Podcastica here on the Night of the Living Geeks Network. We finished out the Doctor Who spinoff class. We watched episodes six, seven, and eight, and we are going to talk at great length about all three of those episodes. But before I do that, I would like to welcome in my good friend, Taylor. Taylor, how's it going, man? Uh, it's... It's going good, man. We are a week out from Christmas, and um, man, it is, it, it's streaking toward us at an incredible rate of speed. Yes, it is. Oh, boy, is it ever. <laughs> and that also means that pretty much a week from more or less right now. Yes. We'll be looking at the Doctor Who Christmas special. Yes, I'm we very will. excited for Oh, I am super pumped for that. Very, very excited for new Doctor Who. Cannot wait. I am good. I'm doing well. Um, kind of had a lazy day, as I was telling you. I've left the house twice, and um, I am still in pajamas. So That's there you go. Awesome. Had a lazy and day. You are in the NOTLG studio where it is probably getting kind of nippy. Yeah. Uh, let's see. It was 35 degrees here yesterday. In the morning, right? Not as the high. That was it. That was in the middle of the night. Okay. It's forty-three degrees right now. Um, Little-known fact about me: I sleep with fans on. Um, Likewise. <laughs> so it was probably last night. It was thirty degrees outside. It was probably twenty-five in my room. Good God! Um, wow. it, it was so nice. I slept under like six blankets. It was great. <laughs> Weather at the top of the hour brought to you by John's fan. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it gets pretty darn cold uh, out here. And I think uh, this morning when I got up, we bottomed out about 29 or 30. Um, but it's a bit toastier inside between blankets and the heater going and all that fun stuff. So, yeah. Welcome winter. Welcome. Yes. The, actually, the only other thing I did, which um, the only reason I'm bringing it up is we had a white elephant party last night and surprisingly after all the gifts were open one of my friends said huh there was no doctor who stuff this year and i thought to myself that's weird and then i also thought well i mean we haven't had anything for a year so (laughs) all the more reason to have stuff true very true so we have we have a daunting task ahead of us but before we get into that we are going to talk about some who news so uh taylor Take it away. All right. Well, despite rumors rolling around online, Digital Spy reports that Mark Gatiss has shot down the idea that a Sleep No More sequel will happen in season 10. Oh, that's, um, <laughs> no, no, granted, he just said season 10, but nothing about season 11, 12, True. ever again. Um, or it could just be a giant ruse. Yeah, it could be because, I mean, not a lot of people including us, enjoyed Sleep No More. I still maintain, if you want to go back and listen to our review of that episode, I think we came up with some pretty good theories that somehow right. made the episode better. Yes, but, that's But, you know, that's just us. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I'd even really want a sequel. Yeah, I don't know. And I'm, 
I, it would have to be really, really good. Yes. If it was, if it was on the same par that the original was, I, yeah, I don't know that I'd be able to finish. Well, I'd have to finish the episode because we'd have to review it. But yeah, I probably wouldn't come back to it. <laughs> yeah, I, I one hundred percent agree. I'm, I'm not really sure. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. It would have to be very, very good. You were correct. <laughs> Yeah, it would. It would have to be pretty stellar uh, to really kind of rectify what would have been done before. Um, but moving on, seeing as how we're talking about class, uh, the site Games Radar uh, claims that class is the Doctor Who spinoff that Torchwood wishes it had been. Discuss? Okay. Um, this had actually been, in episode eight of class, uh, this had been going through my head a lot. Um, just because I feel like the original run spoiler of Torchwood kind of ends in a similar note that um, uh, that Tor or that Torchwood ended, they both kind of end similar in a similar manner. And I believe I'm trying to think if I got the uh, the actual that's the Children of Earth one, right? Uh, uh, the Children of Earth would that was like the third season. Yes. Of of Torchwood, yes. I'm sorry. I thought you meant like the end of the first season. No, no, no. I'm sorry. The end of, of the the end of the third season. Yes. Yeah. Uh, they both kind of end in a um, I guess a downer, if you will. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know what? I think I I agree with Games Radar. I think this is this. I think it's. I think it's the better spinoff. I think I can claim that right now. Okay. I honestly, I I rather liked. At least the first two seasons of Torchwood. Children of Earth, don't get me wrong, was very good, but it, it was heavy. Yeah. It was heavy. And then the season after that, where it was kind of like the mix with stars, I'm, I'm very much on the fence about. The first two seasons I really did like. Now, I I really have enjoyed Class. We will discuss it in length. Mm-hmm. The spoiler, spoilers, folks. If you're actually listening to all of these without even watching Class, stop, 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 stop right now. Yes, please. Wait for April. Wait for this to air in America or find a way to see these. There's, there's ways. Um, and not involving time travel. And then listen to this. But, um, yeah, I mean, the, the last episode of Class was a rough one um but overall yeah i i am kind of leaning toward agreeing with that too um i i've been very very impressed with class and and it has blown a lot of my expectations out of the water so yeah i'll I'll go in with that and agree as well and i mean also i i for the most part like torchwood i like the idea of torchwood uh or as i like to call it captain jack and a bunch of idiots that make horrible decisions. Oh, but Gwen, she's such a babe. <laughs> yeah, I'm, and oh. you know what? I actually also really enjoyed the Stars season. I actually really enjoyed that. Did you? Nice. Yeah, surprisingly I did. I guess a lot of people didn't, and I was kind of sad that they didn't try and bring it back for because they left it open-ended. Yes. I, mean, I was a little disappointed they they didn't do that, but... Yeah, I think overall, I mean, eight episodes, I guess, is a small sample size compared to Torchwood. Mm-hmm. But I think, yeah, I think I like class a little bit more. Fair enough. Um, Arthur Darvel, everyone's favorite Rory Williams, uh, really wants to play young Albus Dumbledore in Fantastic Beasts 2. Um, 100% on board for Arthur Darvel I... to be on any okay. screen more. 
Yes, I think he would make a great young Dumbledore. That I, would be fantastic. Yeah. I wholeheartedly support that. I hope so. He's uh, scheduled to come back in the second half of um, Legends of Tomorrow this season, and I'm very excited for him to come back. Very cool. Yeah, that would be very... Yeah. Have you seen Fantastic Beasts? I have not. I haven't I'm either. A, I'm a parent. I don't have no, time yeah. necessarily to get out and see every last movie that I totally, totally do want to see. I hear uh, you. For example, Rogue One. I haven't seen uh, that either. Okay. Well, I don't I don't feel quite as bad. We are planning to have like, you know, a, a like triad night where the three of us go out and go see Rogue One. We don't know when that's going to happen yet, but we are planning on it. Hopefully, uh, hopefully soon for both of yeah, us, I guess. Hopefully soon. Yeah. <laughs> I've, is... I've heard some spoilers. I kind of have, you know, you, you knew me when we watched Lost together. I would have to see <laughs> yes. what was going to happen the next week and be like, okay, honey, here's what's going to happen to this character just so you're ready. And yeah. I understand some similar level things happen in, in Rogue and I'm going to like, okay, I need to warn the wife. <laughs> Alright, fair enough. Um, Daniel Netheim, which I'm assuming is how it's pronounced, um, he directed the Zygon episodes Yes, last season. He is going to be back to direct the story in season 10. Excellent. Uh, we really enjoy. I mean, we really enjoyed all of season 9, but um, I mean, yeah, just rack up the all-stars and make it better that somehow make it better than season nine if you can right yeah wouldn't that be amazing yeah i I was i loved both the zygon episodes i thought they were so well done so to see that he's back on the roster for season 10 i'm very excited i want to see what he's uh what he's doing um and lastly we we know that uh uh, nardle played by matt lucas is going to be in the christmas special uh next weekend and we have heard that he's gonna kind of stick around a little bit uh in season 10 but apparently he's not quite a full-fledged companion is it because he's a man i don't know oh Um, right (laughs) (laughs) but um i uh gizmodo actually had a uh uh, an article actually no i think it was through io9 i've got i've got the url i'm looking right at it and it's got both in the name and i'm like uh okay i think it's io9 um had an article and and it says that that uh, Nardole's going to stick around and be kind of the doctor's valet. So he's going to park the TARDIS, or I don't know. It, it, I mean, he's kind of got the red coat for it. But after a screening, I've got a quote here. Um, after a screening of the Christmas episode, Lucas said, uh, "Over the course of his episodes, meaning Nardole's, uh, you learn a little bit more about me, and I'm a bit of a thorn in the doctor's side. I have a job to do, but I think the doctor will regret giving me that job." Oh, jeez. Dun, dun, dun. That is um, <laughs> that is interesting to say the least. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of curious, kind of all right. Um, it's going to be a few episodes at least. It looks like, but um, yeah, I'm not quite sure what that's going to mean. Well, I guess we will have to wait and find out. I guess next week. Yes, and then you know for four months. Yeah. Well, we'll we will be busy. We will. We'll oh, be fine. Boy. That those months will uh they'll they'll just fly on by. They will. I have no doubt of that. <laughs> All right. So main event of the evening, class episodes <laughs> ring the bell. Class Absolutely. episodes six through eight detained the metaphysical engine or what Quill did. Oh, they stole from us this week. They did. I didn't even think about that. Ah. 
and episode eight titled The Lost and is starring all of those peoples whose names I can pronounce correctly. And it was dire- episode six and seven were directed by Wayne Che Yip and Julian Holmes directed episode uh, eight. That's right. Yeah. Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> if I nailed it, you mean? Oh gosh, I almost hit my thumb. Yep. Uh, yeah, yeah, yes, basically, very true. So we have a uh, we have some story notes here. Yeah, we do. Do you want me to dive into those? I would love I would love for you to do that. All right. Well, good friend of the show, Nicole, also known as Radiant Baby on Twitter, shared with us that the actress who plays April's mom, right? You remember at the end of episode five, she stands up out of her wheelchair. Um, she's actually disabled. Yeah. Um, I that saw that note. was CG. Yes. I saw that note and like it blew my mind. I could not, could not believe it. Totally. I We got to the end of that episode and I had every belief of like, oh, this is perfect for the writers because now they can do more with her she won't be stuck in this wheelchair and you know the actress was probably tired of sitting anyway nope no (laughs) totally wrong yeah totally flipping wrong sorry about that (laughs) that was yeah i was really impressed by that oh okay yeah that's super that's that is that's great i love that yeah yeah um so some of the Governors uh, believe that the tears in time and space around Cold Hill aren't really accidental. Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. Somebody's messing with it. Uh, this, well, I don't know. Maybe maybe I should skip this next story. Yes, let's skip yeah, that let's one. Let's jump over that one because we'll, we will definitely talk to that. Um, there are obviously some bigger reveals in episode eight that shouldn't be. I meant that note for just you and me. Okay. <laughs> yeah, nothing to see here, folks. Don't worry, everyone. We, on to the synopsis. We'll, we will definitely, we'll get to those a little later here. We, we definitely will. Oh, boy. That was that was my bad for doing these notes like almost a week ago. That's fine. <laughs> no worries. So, Taylor, you have a world-famous synopsis for us. Yeah, and I've never tried to synopsize three separate episodes. In hindsight, I kind of feel like I should have done one of those top gear intros where it's like, tonight, Richard does this, James <laughs> does that, and I drive a Ferrari. Um, fans of Top Gear out there, or now the Grand Tour, uh, uh, thank you for indulging me in that. Um, but no, I went with full-fledged sentences. Um our band of kids find themselves in detention from all of reality and experience uh, and have an experience that should bond a group instead actually fractures them apart. Quill goes on an adventure that is so meta um, and literally everything falls apart because it's still 2016. I think you did a fantastic job of <laughs> summarizing all three episodes. What would that be? Tonight, the kids get detained. Quill has an adventure and... Everything goes crap. Yes, basically. It's about the same. It's about the same. Oh my goodness. So. Uh, on the glob. Do we have a lot to talk about? <laughs> we, we do. Strap in, Settle folks. In, folks, grab the popcorn. So we start out episode six by, um, we find out everyone's got detention and that April's in charge. <laughs> and I love that. I mean, we we get a lot of stuff in the in the first like minute here. We we find out that um, Charlie is he is claustrophobic, 
horribly claustrophobic. Horribly claustrophobic. So many times. And we also find out that timing is everything. <laughs> Indeed it is. So Charlie is freaking out. April says, I think she's just doing that to scare us. I have the key. Let's I'm here, I can open the door. She opens the door. Meanwhile, in space. <laughs> uh it looks like how many meat are we calling them meteors or are we calling them asteroids? No, they um <laughs> now I can't remember which is which. It's a meteor once it strikes the Earth, right? So they're asteroids. So they're asteroids. Okay. For so now. we see, I think it's like five asteroids, yeah? Yeah, it's like five or six, something like that. And we see the the bunghole of time and space open up and <laughs> going with it. And yeah, one of it. the asteroids crashes through the, uh, the ripple in time and a small fragment breaks off and lands in the detention class that we are in. Which, oddly enough, is a physics room. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Even better. And uh, the windows, everything's black now. Everything is outside is black. And they're like, well, here we are. <laughs> Pretty much. And I feel, I feel that Charlie says, is detention always like this? Yes. And uh, the first thing I want to mention is my my least favorite trope that I have just come into contact with most recently, which is okay. the lens flare. You are not a fan of Joss Whedon's work, are you? My mortal enemy. Or or J.J. Abrams lately. Now, let me tell you, I loved the, the Star Trek reboot, but okay. those lens flares, they just they kill me every time. Yeah, I, I get it. I think it's something that's kind of done to an extreme at this point when it was when it was like, you know, 2003, 2004 or something. And, and I had first been introduced to Firefly. It's kind of like, oh, that's really kind of cool. And now it's like, OK, bloody everybody's using it. It's like a goddamn Instagram filter at this point. Yeah, it kind of is like a like an Instagram filter. But uh, I've, they also used it in Supergirl when she was in space. It's like, yes, I know they're in space. I understand where we are. I don't need that whole thing. um strange strangely enough by the time we get to episode eight everything will feel like incredibly like joss whedon had his hand in it Um, (laughs) yes we will definitely get to that but uh the lens i mean they weren't as like as in that reboot of star trek where it was just we need more lens flares there needs to be a hundred it was but they're still there and it annoys me i don't know what if they had used beastie boys sabotage in the episode (laughs) well I don't Would know. Help the lens flare. Yeah, maybe a little bit. Okay. Um, so, I, um, I, 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 yeah, I, when, um, when, when they first kind of like are inspecting the now we can call it meteor. Yes, it's uh, a meteor now. Yay! Yay! I, I love, I love like the reaction of I, I think, I think it was Tanya who first said it, and then Ram who finished the sentence. It's like, oh, that's interesting. He's like, or deadly. Yes. Oh, yes, that's the other thing that we need to mention. Everybody is, everybody seems to be on edge. Oh, very much so. Literally everyone. And very they're tr- antagonistic. Yes, they're trying to figure out where they are. And some of them are freaking out. Some of them are yelling at each other. And I think someone says, is this heaven? And Tanya says, nah, if this was heaven, you guys wouldn't be here with me. I don't mean right. that in a mean way. Exactly. I was like, Damn. Oh, and also, I forgot to mention, um, 
huge wrestling fan. I think you guys know that. I feel like this episode could have been titled Shoot Week because there are a lot oh. of truths being told. Yes. My goodness, yeah. what a time. This is this is completely an episode where going into it, I was like, oh, this is the episode where they all have this, you know, big experience and it finally like bonds them as a team because they all kind of like, you know, come clean to each other. But no, no, it is com- the opposite of that. Completely the opposite. What's the opposite of team building? <laughs> That's uh, what happened team, here. Team wrecking. Team, the, the reckoning of a team. Literally, W-R-E-C-K, the reckoning of a team. I also love that throughout the show, uh, Mateus is low-key the best detective on the show. Yes. <laughs> He's just always observing things and finding out stuff, and it's it's um, it's a good time. Oh, it, it, it totally is. And I, honestly, I think for a lot of this episode, like, I've got a note here. It's like I really should have notes for all this discussion, but I'm kind of just taking it all in. Yes. Yeah. I, the, you know what? And let's just say that as like a general for the, the, the next three episodes. I feel like I have a lot of thoughts and I'm actually looking at it. I feel like this episode I have the most thoughts on and the other two episodes I was just so enthralled with. Well, they are a bit more action-packed. This yes. One, this one's a bit more cerebral. This, I guess, would be considered a, is it a, a, bo- a bottle episode, yeah? Um, is that what they the call it? For the most part. I mean, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's kind of self-contained, but at the same time, it kind of connects to episode seven. Yes. Because oh. we see the flip side. Yes, we do. Ugh. We'll get to that. All right, we'll get, we'll get to it. Let's not get ahead. We'll, we'll zip through this one. And, uh... Yes. So we find out that the um, the meteor, as we're calling it now. Yes. <laughs> When someone holds it, it seems that they they have a confession. They give a confession, and then they tell truths for however long they can hold the rock on, or they can hold that rock for. Fry their brains on it. Yes. Um, and uh, so before we get to more of that, I want to talk about the set. Yeah. So there's this one, there's actually two shots, and I actually really liked this first shot. It's from the outside. And it's like a panning shot from uh, Ram, April, and Tanya to Charlie and Mateus. And it's through the broken windows. It's just a cool shot because... And I think they do it again later when Mateus and Charlie separate. Um, Uh, Yeah. And it just makes... You're like you're in a classroom that isn't that big, but it makes it feel... Like when someone walks away from the group, like we should technically still be able to hear what they're saying because they're in a small room. Right. But it feels so vast. Like, it's almost like they put space, like the space that was outside, they they put it into the room. So when they walked away two feet, they were literally like 150 feet away. I like that. I like that description of it. And you're right. Those shots definitely do kind of convey that. They do that really well. Yes. They use the space very well. Mm-hmm. They definitely do. So, yeah, as I mentioned, everyone is weirdly angry. And I just, I also love the the look of the meteor. It almost looks like oh, totally. It it's almost like a hot coal. Yes, or it almost looks like um, the the ember part is like wood. Does yes. that make sense? It totally does. Like when you're looking at a um, like a, a fire and you see like a burnt piece of wood, but it's still like glowing. It looked exactly yes. just the look of it. The design of it was very cool. 
Oh, it absolutely was. And and um, to get back to kind of how everybody is kind of this weirdly antagonistic, and and especially with you know the 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 chunk of meteorite in the room now. A few times during this episode, I kind of went, okay, I seriously feel like I'm watching, because this episode kind of got like darkly spooky, not in like jump spooky, not like there's a monster of the week. Right, right, right. Um, but but it really felt like an episode, like I'm watching one of one of the ghost shows that I watch, and and somebody gets kind of possessed and stuff. The, the people were not behaving like themselves; they were acting as though they were influenced. And, and a few times I'm like, okay, I'm totally just watching like one of these, you know, paranormal shows where, where somebody comes under the influence of the spirit. That's yes. totally what it feels like. Yeah. So we find out that the, the, um, the meteor, I'm going to get that confused. Apparently <laughs> is kind of, it's giving off some sort of, it's not radiation, but they kind of no. can tell that it's giving off some sort of thing that make it, that's making them, like they, they're like, we should be scared, but we're not scared. We're angry. That's kind of weird. Right. It's giving off a vibe. Let's just call it that. So Tanya decides that she's going to pick up the rock and maybe if it makes, if the rock makes her tell truths, maybe they can ask the rock like where it's from or something. They can even ask the rock if they can smell what the rock, no, wait, no, no that's perfect. That's, is it? smell what the rock is cooking yeah that's right so tanya picks it up and i the i feel like the confession is she stole something and she knew it was wrong but she played it off like she wasn't and then she says none of you guys are my friends and i was like yep. well i'm pretty crushed now I know, right? and she's they're like what what are you talking about and actually doesn't mateus picks up the rock first right i believe yeah i believe mateus picks it up first and that's where we get the, he says to Charlie that he loves him, but he's also like deathly afraid of him. Right. And then we have a whole little scene with them that was pretty good. I think uh, those two actors did a fantastic job in in this in this episode, mm-hmm. especially a little later when we get the um, the panic attack. What does he call oh, the panic yeah. attack? The, the attack, attack of panic? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Too funny. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Tanya holds on to the rock longer than most other people because she's like, now you got to ask me questions. And she gets a lot of information out of the rock and we find that there is a prisoner or the essence of a prisoner in the the rock. Yeah, which is kind of funny because obviously it made me think of Alcatraz's nickname. Oh, the rock. The rock. Hey, that's pretty interesting. I know. I didn't think about that. We get some Narnia references. Yes. Um, Canada. Yes. Mateus just, yeah, I I love this character. I love Mateus. I, I do too. And it was kind of strange. And I'm trying to remember exactly what, what Charlie was doing at this point. I mean, maybe it was just him going on about claustrophobia so much. But I was kind of like, I really kind of hope he develops a little bit more. Because he was kind of feeling like the least fleshed out character. Oh, really? point to me it was because i i feel it's i feel like up until this point it's been like oh you're the prince oh quills enslaved you no she's not yes she is no she's not yes she is i'm claustrophobic i'm claustrophobic i'm claustrophobic by the way i'm claustrophobic yes and apparently i have a really long monologue if i want to use the goddamn cabinet of souls (laughs) Uh, (laughs) it's true it's true 
Um, and, and, and at that point in the episode, kind of like right after the Narnia chat, I was like, I'm like, he feels, he feels not as fleshed out now get through the rest of the episodes. Obviously I changed my opinion on that, but at that point right then, and then when he like runs to the door and has like this portal moment where he goes to shove his arm out the door and it comes. Oh yes. Oh Oh my my goodness. That was so ridiculous. So that was, that was kind of frightening because it's like, where are they? This is so strange. So Ram Ram's up next. He's like, it's like coming up next. Ram, he's gonna pick up the rock. What's gonna happen? <laughs> so he he picks up the meteorite and immediately, like his conf. What was his confession? He loves April. Was that the conf- that was the conf? Oh yes. Okay. So it was he he loves April. That was his confession, and then his truth telling was he doesn't think she feels the same way and spoiler she doesn't uh yeah and, and man did, did, didn't he get over racial quickly yes but you know what i mean okay so let's we'll jump forward a little bit to when april picks up the rock and says she makes a great point about her truth is like look dude um you you kind of fell out of love with that other girl real quick you got over her really quick, and now you're in love with me? That's kind of strange. I don't know if I'm into that. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. yeah, good for you, April. That makes perfect sense. It totally does. And if I said that sarcastically, I didn't mean to say it sarcastically. <laughs> because it's true. Now, after after Ram holds the rock and kind of has his like fainting spell moment, which sadly nobody catches him. Um, yeah, what? <laughs> I know, like everybody else who has this kind of reaction, somebody's there to catch him, but not Ram, man. He just out on the floor. There is, and I I still don't quite understand what the context of what was going on in the episode, but there is this moment where we get like this 80s lighting, like 1980s style lighting across the eyes of like everybody in the room, (laughs) where everything else is a little bit in shadow, but right where their eyes are. I was, I was dying. Like what the I was I don't feel like anybody has used that effect literally since the eighties. I don't know why it's used here and I don't know what purpose it serves. It was just but it totally threw me. You know what though? You say that you say that maybe this is some weird um homage to was the Breakfast Club detention? And that was in the eighties, yeah? Yes, it, it totally was. So maybe Did we were that lighting in that movie. I don't think. So. No, no, no. I'm just saying, like we were in that time frame. Maybe this was just like for the '80s. But you know what? There are so many other things that they could have done to make like a callback <laughs> to the Breakfast Club, rather than use a lighting effect from the same decade that wasn't used in the movie. So far as I know, fair. They could have been. Dancing, they could have, you know, not that they would have much reason to dance in this episode. No, they, no, they, 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 I don't know. It just, it was one of those things that like just struck me. And I'm like, what, wait, what is this? Where, why did, why did you do that? Don't get it. Yes, it was very, it was very, um, it was probably the most unintentionally funny thing this show's done. Very much so. Because the, the, we find out that the prisoner is the last prisoner and that. I guess he was in there with four other people, but he right. killed them all. And that's when they started looking at each other. The oh, slow motion. Oh, yeah. Okay. The slow motion eye glares. Oh, my God. That just was so. <laughs> I agree. I agree but with you. Here's, here's, here's what I want to know, because what 
crashed into the classroom was a chunk of obviously the bigger rock. Yes. So if a prisoner or prisoners are attached to a rock and the rock breaks, does do, do their consciousness also fracture? Is it like, oh, that just happened to be the corner of the rock he, he was hanging out in? Timing is everything. I, I probably. <laughs> it was just one of those things where I'm like, okay, well, what what's attached to the rest of the rock? Is it still him? Is it just happened to be empty? And he was on that part, and it just happened. I don't know. Uh, it was very strange. Very strange. It was it was one of those things where I'm like, it would have been nice to have that explained, but okay. I agree. It would have been, but well, here we are. Here we are. Uh, we With find out. Giraffe. Yes. Oh uh, yes. Yeah, that's what, is that when everyone starts fighting? Yes. Yeah, and, and, and like Ram and, and Mateus start getting up in each other's faces. Yes, and I believe Charlie... I have Charlie saves the day with logic, but I cannot remember exactly what he said. He kind of is like, hey, uh, I think this is what we're supposed to be doing. Maybe not... We know, like, this thing's controlling us. Maybe not fight each other? Pretty much, And yeah. then he has his attack of panic. His attack of panic, indeed. And Mateus is uh, just a great individual. <laughs> It was just good stuff. We already talked about April, and then I think everyone else starts to hear the voice, yeah? Yes. Yeah, it starts, like, projecting, like, throughout the room. Oh, because April's holding it on to the point of, I believe, oh, no, her nose isn't getting bloody. That's that's Charlie. Yeah. Um, But she's holding on to it for a while, and that's when we hear the, um, you are here and nowhere. We can hear the voice now. Everybody can hear it. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And this scene, <laughs> Tanya hits the rock out of April's hand, and Charlie slide catches her as yes. she falls. Was the coolest thing. Uh-huh. It was so cool. <laughs> all, all of it, like completely, like slow mo. Oh, I loved it. Uh, no, it was it was good. And at this point in the episode, I I had a I had a prediction that I wrote down and would later be proven completely wrong about. Um, and I, I, because I, at this point, I was still thinking that, that this was going to be an experience that was going to bond them together because I figured, okay, prediction, all of them holding the rock and apologizing to each other is going to fix all of it. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I thought that too because they were all kind of surrounding it. Yes. Right. And that didn't happen. Nope. nope definitely not. Oh, well. <laughs> um, Ram hates dorks. We found that out. Yeah. <laughs> Even though he's pretty smart himself he is and charlie picks up the rock and just everything goes crazy (laughs) uh yeah the janitor is not gonna like the mess in this room no he starts bleeding from from the i think from the uh nose and eyes almost yeah i totally think he's bleeding from the eyes and he, he he figures out that the 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 last prisoner just kind of wants to be murdered Mm-hmm. So Charlie, uh, you know, he obliges and kills him, <laughs> and that somehow breaks the the bond of being here and nowhere. And then they're back at the school, and then we find out that Charlie needs to replace the prisoner because he is the guiltiest. So that was the the plan all along, I guess. The, yeah, the prison still needs an occupant, apparently. <laughs> yes, and a gun fires off as all of the kids are trying to Shh. to take um, or trying to 
make sure Charlie doesn't get sucked into this thing. A gun goes off, explodes the rock, and we see Miss Quill, who says you can't even handle detention right, who now has yeah. long hair and a scar. Uh-huh. And Ram leaves. Everyone kind of splits like, up. Yeah, he's yep. like, I'm I'm gone. I'm done with this. So he leaves. Uh, I believe April says something snarky to Tanya, and they both leave. Yep. And Mateus and Charlie are left, and they're just like, she. Mateus is like, your what happened to your eye, and why is your hair long? And Charlie's like, how can you fire a gun? I think he says it like three times. Yep, and then the opening riff to Invaders Left and Die by the Prodigy starts, and I'm just like, yes! Yes. That that whole album is just incredible. Oh, yeah, and their newest album is actually also very good. Now, fun fact, the music video for Invaders Must Die, folks, go look it up, stars Noel Clark, who played Mickey. Oh, really? Yes, it's 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 a great video. Like I said, the whole Invaders Must Die album is just like when I first heard it, I'm like, this is classic Prodigy. This is like '90s Prodigy come back with a uh, you know slightly more current flair to it. And it it's I literally the day after watching this episode, I listened to it in the car while I driving to work and back. Oh yeah, I I love the Prodigy. Uh, as I said, their new album's great, and this song I remember it was in all the. Uh trailers for scott pilgrim uh versus the world oh was it yes so that's how i know this song and i absolutely love this song it's just it's a banger as they say it is it is a complete banger and And, and their use of music in this episode and the next oh yes so spot on great musical choices somebody somewhere's got to have a spotify playlist of all the music (laughs) well maybe i'll if there isn't i'll make one I think you should. Um, and we find out that she has had the arn removed from her brain. Yep. And that she has free will and a gun. And that's how the episode ends. So episode Ooh. seven. Now we get to see what Quill was doing while everyone else was in detention. Yep. And she meets Ames in the uh, the gym. It's the gym, right? Yeah. Or as I like to call it, Safari Ames. <laughs> Yes, Safari, Indiana Ames. Oh, there you go. Yes. <laughs> Old Indiana Ames. <laughs> Fantastic. So she meets her in the in the gym, or it's more of like where the they hold the auditorium or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. It's it's we can call it the auditorium because I think there's um like band equipment up on the stage or something. Yeah. Oh, yes, there is band equipment up on the stage. And, and, and I, I got to admit, that's a pretty hardcore choker that Quill is wearing. Yes. Yes, it is. I get that those have kind of come back into fashion, but that's pretty hardcore, lady. Yeah. That is that is literally a choker. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and we are introduced to, through, I think it's a portal, a new character, Balian. Uh, I think it's actually just pronounced Balan. Balan? Yeah. I think it's, it's two L. Oh, I added an I in there. Balan. There that's we okay. go. Uh, but man cool effect cool landing yes um cool handcuffs yes cool like bluetooth key to turn off the handcuffs like that whole sequence i was just like that looks awesome it was very cool and we we are apparently just we're going on an adventure (laughs) yes and we we get in this weird teleporty thing 
that's and almost I, like a it almost seems like a, a a mini TARDIS of sorts. Yeah, because Ames is manipulating this thing. I don't even know quite what to call it. And she's like, yes, yes, this is we did this. And, it, you know, I'm it's old and unstable. And I'm like, yep, that's the best kind of tech, old and unstable. Yes. And after I think when the opening credits hit. I I wrote a note that says I have a feeling this is going to be a really fun episode. Yes, and I I will say it right now. I think over eight episodes. I know I talked about I think five being one of my favorite episodes. I think seven is my number one episode out of eight. Really? I I think so. I had I just had a blast. Yeah, this episode was episodes. a whole the, lot of fun. It, it, the effects were incredible. Like how they get sucked into the metaphysical engine. Yes. Um, and everything and oh it just it was so good like i i literally i literally have a note in which i swear about how great the effects are i think i that uh, this we'll get to the swearing in episode eight i mean we won't actually swearing and and caps (laughs) i will censor myself so um balan is just they land in this forest which is again amazing yes leaves and like I literally, I'm like, I don't know where they are, but it looks amazing. And they're trying to get Quill to, uh, what is she trying? They're trying to get her to say something so something earliest sticks memory. around. Her earliest memory, right? Yes. And Balin, <laughs> <laughs> he just starts. I don't know what is like. He starts parkouring all over the place and just doing like, like barrel rolls and stuff. I was going to say rage chasing, but yeah. I like like rage chasing better. Okay. (laughs) Like mosh chasing. He's like mosh. He's in a mosh pit, but like, I don't know what was happening. He's the one guy in the mosh pit who tries to like get a running start at everyone. And, you know, he doesn't really have the room to, but yeah, he does. Um, (laughs) So he ends up capturing a chupacabra. I mean, whatever it was. That they capture. Hey, Chupacabra. <laughs> um, I did like the the don't insult the cat worshippers online. Yes. <laughs> I thought that was funny. So yes. we we need this. Um, I can't remember the species it is, but we need this alien thing. It's, it's an Arn. Oh, it is an Arn. It is. And to which I say that's unbelievable. <laughs> We have the puns. Ah, yes. So it is an Arn, so they need it. Okay, that makes sense, because they need it um, to sedate the other one. Correct. They need yes. like a pheromone or something out of it. Yes. So sedate they one head. Yeah, so they capture that, and we find out a, around this point that um, Balin is a shapeshifter, and I said to myself, oh my god, what if he's a Whifferdill? <laughs> he's not. He's a lore. I know. That would be really, that would have been a really nice, that would have been a really nice call. I would have been like, oh, where's Frobisher? Right. But beggars can't be choosers. And I also liked that uh, Quill called the Zygon a zygote. Yep. And I'm led to, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I I kind of like looked at the metaphysical uh, engine. I'm like, okay, so it's like a thought artist. Yes. So it's almost like, oh, what's that that episode with um, Clara and we go into Danny Pink's where she sticks her hands into the TARDIS? Oh, it, the, the um, oh, what is it called? Psychic inner. Yes. 
where um, she's she's supposed to be thinking about one thing, but she thinks about Danny Pink, and then they go back to him. Right. It's kind of oh, like that, God. right? God, it's kind of like that. But this metaphysical engine takes you to places that aren't really real, but enough people believe it's real, so they're able to go to it. Yeah. Like a like a like a not like a, a tulpa in a in the fact that you know if everybody thinks about a monster suddenly that monster's real it's like a place tulpa like a location tulpa yes it's like a yes like myths and legends are the beginning like, of religious stuff exactly so we're i i put we're visiting all the afterlifes which i guess was true of when we went to go visit the shapeshifters yeah, it basically, yeah, like the next place they go is to lore hell, uh, where it's like every anybody who is there is like stuck in a fixed position, which is the most terrifying thing to a shapeshifter. Yes, and also maybe very telling of our last episode. We'll get there. <laughs> um, and Balin is just deathly afraid. And yeah. they need to take, is it a blood sample from the devil? Uh, yes, they need to get some of his or its blood. And and we will get to the reason why we need that later. <laughs> and, Which is a great reason. Oh, it's fantastic. Like, getting, like, going on this very, like, Link Zelda adventure to get, to get <laughs> all of these different items we need uh turned out pretty well in the end kind of mm-hmm. and quill she can't she can't use weapons we've uh this is well documented while she has the arn in her head she cannot defend herself with weapons but i mean she can still fight <laughs> mm-hmm. and she has to give she gives uh Ballion this pep talk because he's deathly afraid and she's like all right i'll just uh I'll just use use your hands to stab your devil, I guess. That was so funny. <laughs> she's like, I'll just... He's like, I don't want to. And she's like, just give me your hands and I'll stab with them. Exactly. So they get the 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 blood they need. And then they go to the where the quill goddess is born. Yeah. And <laughs> uh, Ames gets knocked out almost immediately. Pretty quick. And um, Balin's just like, I'm going to murder this goddess and cut her head off. And Quill's like super upset because Quill gets caught by the goddess and she thinks that it's about to like speak to her. Yes, right. Like all of a sudden she starts having faith. Yes, all of a sudden. She kind of doesn't at first. And the Quill goddess looks like the mixture of like something out of the Hellmouth from Buffy and like something from Pan's Labyrinth. Yes, that, that is spot on for sure and uh balan's like i'm gonna cut its head off and he does yep and i believe yes okay so we we go back to the school and ames says to quill try not to die you're intriguing yeah and i think right about this time i I i've got this note and i feel like we almost get this hint like like the governor's like opposed unit but i don't remember exactly what anyone says that makes me think uh, th- there is a mention of unit at the beginning of this episode. There is, but there was something at this point in the story, and I don't remember what it is. So, anyway, moving on. Yeah, I'm very sure they do oppose. <laughs> they they are on the opposing sides. Well, yes. We'll, we'll, we'll get to it. <laughs> but we'll get to that. Um, thanks for the eye stuff, class. That's my favorite thing, and I love looking at that. Ah, 
Good lord. Yeah, I mean, at least Balan is honest. He's like, this is going to be horrible. So and I'm like, ah, oh my god, you're right. Oh, so they, I, I was like, oh, they, they switched the camera angle so I don't have, oh, never mind. No. no they no, tricked I, me. Oh, I had a teacher in high school and his big phobia was eyes. And Ugh. as as kids, we would be terrible and we would like occasionally like grab a piece of chalk and like draw an eye or something. And and it really just wigged him the f out. And yeah, I, I see why. Literally, I mean, watching that scene, I'm like, God. Oh yeah, I cannot. I cannot stand eye stuff, teeth stuff too, but um, not so much as I used to be. But but yeah. So, um, he shapeshifts his hand to kind of. Oh, so the, the reason they need the goddess head is because they need the brain because he needs to see if it's possible for him to be able to operate on her correct yeah he needs to be able to see how to get to where the arn is to extract it and she the the arn is it is removed oh boy is it oh boy is it ever her eye is all jacked up and we use the the blood from the devil to fix her eye yeah, he kind of shape shifts her eye back together. Yeah, with the the I, I guess it has healing properties, or he I can't remember what he says. He like he molded it, so it, I don't know. Well, he already used it to like basically free his hand. So yes, he did. but yeah, how he uses it to affect someone else, I was kind of unclear on. Yeah, it you know wibbly wobbly. Sure. <laughs> And then as soon as her eye is fixed, she punches the hell out of the yarn. <laughs> that was that was brilliant. Just punches it a whole bunch. And then um <laughs> as most warriors do after a long battle, they uh have sex on the floor of a gym. Yeah, I mean, why not? A tender post-battle cuddle. I did like the robot mention. Yes. <laughs> um we awake to find sand, which is odd. And yeah. then we walk outside the school, or not even outside the school, we walk outside of the auditorium, and we are surrounded by sand, and we walk out, or we, I say we, because we were there, um, and we find Ames, and we find out it's she's a hologram, and that the school was a hologram, and that they were actually, they're inside the Cabinet of Souls. Which I did not see that coming. Oh, I did not at all. And we got the <laughs> the bigger on the inside nod. Yes. And we find out Ames isn't really there. She's a hologram. And then she, we also find out that the uh, the governors say that there's only enough energy to get one of them home. I think I think that was BS. And I think I that do was too. Ames straight manipulating the game. I agree. I 100% Ames, agree. Ames also mentions something at this point in the episode that I don't remember being mentioned anywhere else. And, and it's it sounded it sounds like she said the reliquy. The reliquy. That the reliquy is dying. And I don't know if that had something to do with the energy or what, but I just had this like note and I haven't had a chance to go back and try and like look at any way hmm. to see if it's mentioned or not. But I wanted to bring that up. I did not I do not remember hearing that. That could be something to research for sure. I will work on that. And let's see. So one must live and one must die. And I I rolled my eyes really hard. And then I rolled my eyes even harder. By, oh, by the way, there's another lore on Earth. 
Yes. And you're related to her. So I, and I really enjoyed this. I enjoyed the conversation about the fight being spliced in with the fight. Yes. I thought that was excellent. Now, this, honestly, knowing that she made it out, it made this not quite as impactful as I think it would have been to watch otherwise. True. Yeah, that's very true. So are you saying this episode maybe should have happened first? No, I don't know that it necessarily should have happened first. I I think that maybe episode six should have ended slightly different. Okay. I can I can believe that. Actually, you know what? If they had swapped these two episodes, the end of this episode happening before the end of the uh before the end of episode six would have been very confusing. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that's something they wrestled with. Like which one of these should go first? I don't know. That's a good question. Hmm. And <laughs> so uh the or Balan gets the gun. And, oh, yeah, the gun does that. <laughs> we forgot yeah. about that. Yes. Um, no. Go ahead. He, he Go tries ahead. to shoot her, and it ends up um, shoot. he shoots himself and thus kills himself. And it's kind of sad because I liked him. <laughs> yeah, I did too. Now, if I remember right, doesn't a soul come along? Could it be Larry? I don't know. Oh, Larry. <laughs> Um, no, a bunch of souls kind of come along and she's like, oh, that's right. I'm going to, she's like, I'm going to fist fight you all. <laughs> and I, doesn't she, she touches one of them. And is that how her hair gets longer? Yes, it absolutely is. Which I'm is not odd. Sure. I'm not sure if it's also what causes, uh, we'll call it. The oh, that was balance doing, but maybe it was a combination of both. It could have been. I it, Larry may have knocked her out. Larry, what a jerk! I knew it. Right. So she comes back. She goes, and then we see the end of um, episode six. But I think mm-hmm. it ends with a different song. Live fast, die young. Yes, by M.I.A. Yes, it's just so song, great. I think the song's actually called "Bad Girls." The 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 ending songs for both of these episodes was just great. Oh, absolutely. And I believe she falls on the ground and we find out that she she's pregnant. Yep. And that ends episode seven. And now the fun begins. Oh, God. Do we have to? Yeah, we do. Okay. All right. So the the finale of class was a doozy. And I did mention Torchwood at the beginning of this episode. And in typical... Doctor Who spin-off fashion. Man, there was a lot of deaths. Oh boy, was there ever. So, we start we we start off by basically everybody hates each other now. Yes, we get the montage of hate with April singing. Yeah, oh yes, right, right, right. And the only two people that seem to actually be talking to each other are Charlie and April. Um and they're like, "Oh, we need to figure out a way through the light or through the darkness and the I don't know let's just hug so they hug and we see Ram and his dad and he's like trying to practice his soccer stuff yeah and he's getting all upset about it and um I think we also have a I guess Quill is just passed out since she got back and is pregnant yep um and then we go back to the freaking soccer field I'm gonna try not to cuss I know, right? It's it's gonna be hard. I can bleep. 
Don't worry. And uh, Ram is walking away from his dad, all mad. And Ram's dad says, "I'm not going to let you give up." And then, of course, Ugh. he starts bleeding from the mouth, and we see the familiar sword through the stomach. And the Shadowkin are back, and Ram's dad is really, really dead. Horribly sad. And I am extremely upset. Dude, last episode that you and I recorded, and you went, I like Ram's dad. He better not die. Do you know how hard I had to bite my tongue? Oh, because you already knew? This episode had aired, and I knew. (sighs) Well, you know what? Thank you for for doing that. Though, the reaction... uh, if you had told me in the last episode, probably would have been made for good podcasting. <laughs> but probably. I, I probably would have been mad at you. <laughs> I, yeah, I honestly, my notes are caps and swearing and exclamation points, and my sub note is like, my God, he died before the credits. He, yes, he did. Because it goes from like that straight into the music, and I'm like, no. You know what though? Music still got me into it. I love it. Oh, that's good. Um, poor Ram. This this kid. I know. I don't. He has had the worst go season. Has he had the worst go of it? I was gonna say who had the worst go of it. I mean, let's we could save that till the end. We could, which would probably be best. Yeah. Okay. So, (laughs) Quill's pregnant, and (laughs) and I think Charlie says, "Oh, isn't your young like supposed to eat you?" And she goes, "Oh crap, that's part of it, isn't it?" Love that that reaction. And then, then we're in Tanya's house. Mm-hmm. And Tanya's talking to her mom, and I oh. knew, I knew this was coming. I knew April, it. But I think April, like April's, trying to call Tanya. Yes, and that's how we intro into that scene. But of course, later she just texts Mateus. I'm like, why, why the hell are you calling one person? And texting someone else. I have no idea. You just texting them. If you need to give them a message, just text them. Oh, because Ram comes into where April is performing. That's right. And tells her. Yes. Yes. And, and then. So, as a dope, she decides, I'm going to call. And April's mom is like, what is going on? So they all go back to April's house. And um, Tanya's mom's standing in the doorway saying something. And I knew it. I knew it was going to happen. But I jumped anyway. I was like, ah. <laughs> and uh, there goes Tanya's mom. Tanya's mom is yeah. victim number two. And I believe after um, she disappears, um, the Shadow King says two. Yes. So he has a list and he's checking it once because he just stabs them. That's that's right. And that's he's, the end of it. Suddenly Krampus, apparently. Yes. <laughs> um, Tanya goes to Quill's house. And the Tanya Quill hug was... Um, that got me pretty good. Yeah, totally. And then, and then her his reaction to the pregnancy. Are you pregnant? Yes. <laughs> oh, and now ev- I, literally everyone wants to use the cabinet. Pretty much. And I gotta say, right after, um, uh, right after uh, the shadow can get Tanya's mom, which yeah, I kind of saw it coming to you that just something about the framing of the shot and stuff it just kind of lingered a little too long. I was like, oh god, okay, yeah, okay. Um, I think don't don't they kind of like uh, get April's mom at what would it be Scimitar Point? Yes, they do. And and I literally am like, oh no, no, no! You can't just like knock them out like that fast. I'm like, God, please, no, no, April's. Mom. Yes, 
Come on. Can we leave one one of the parents alive? Or just bring the dad back and April's like, all right, fine. <laughs> He's just like, really? You, do, you don't care? But, all right, fine. Never mind. Probably right. Um, uh, where are there's just so much death just happening? There's so much going on. The all all of these episodes are just so tightly paced and so packed with stuff. Yeah, we, it is like the antithesis of like bonkers era classic who. Yes, we get. Um, I believe Mateus and Charlie end up going to April's house. Yes, and the. Shadow King, like, he throws something, like, some mist at Char- Charlie. I called it Shadow Spunk. <laughs> well, he got some Shadow Spunk to the face. He did, and it was like, well, what what in the world was that? Or and and, Mate- and he says to Mateus, you will be five. And I'm like, oh, man. But who's three and four? Exactly. And Ra- Ram is fired up. He's like, April, you need to come with me. Let's leave. We got to get out of here. And April's like, uh... I can't do that because, like, I can't leave my mom here. Yeah. And he's like, whatever. <laughs> I'm in I love. I like to hear him say that. Whatever. Whatever. I'm in love with whatever. you. <laughs> um, and at this point, I mean, uh, Charlie and Mateus, they go to see Ames. Yes. And can I just say, I, I, I know you haven't seen it, but the music as they're walking into into the school i swear it it's got this whole like stranger things like synth vibe going <laughs> and i'm like okay really come on who who on the who on the production staff was like binging stranger things when we need to put some synth in more synth more synth more synth so they point a gun at her and yes. say hey you you tell us things now or we'll we'll punch you in the face with a gun and she's like, "Yeah, I really can't tell you anything, but uh, I'm gonna go. Uh, we got, I got to prep for the arrival of what?" And we're like, "Uh, uh, okay." And she's like, "I, I got to go behind this door. Look at this sweet key I have." And it is a sweet. Yes, it is very awesome. And it it kind of folds out, and she puts it in the the keyhole, and then goes into this room of light. <laughs> right. Uh, Which I I have a feeling is you know kind of like in that you know Tardisy like pocket dimension thing. Ah uh, yes, that sounds exactly like. Oh man, there's just so much so much to unpack oh, in that little yeah. room. Um, yes. I really enjoyed Quill's jacket that she wore when her and Tanya were going to the school with the um uh the box of souls, the cabinet oh, of yes. souls. I don't know. I just really like that jacket. And they go to the library. Oh, <laughs> and Tanya's like, oh, there are my brothers. Hey, brothers, what's up? And b- from behind them appear the uh, Shadow King. And, and I literally am like, oh, not <laughs> oh, good. I was like, there go the bros. Oh, wait, never oh. mind. Pregnant Quill is kicking butt. I almost, I literally almost lost my sheet. Yeah, Soul comes in and saves the day. I was like, oh, good, okay. Yeah, that was great. And then Tanya's like, hey, you need to show me how to fight. And Quill's like, all right, cool. And then we have like a weird fighting uh, montage. And my favorite was, you can defend yourself against a pregnant woman. Good. Yeah, right. Now, honestly, having, you know, I'm a parent. I've been around a pregnant woman. They can be rather fierce. <laughs> putting that out there. Do they but know kung fu? Um or karate? They might. Hmm. Interesting. Or or in 
the case of my amazing wife, who is a teacher, they just glare you down. Oh, the death stare. Oh, yeah. The deadliest uh, of all stares. <laughs> now, I think right around now, we, we also find out that the governors actually made these mini cracks in time and space. Yeah. Just happened to also be small enough for a shadow to sneak through. Yeah. It's almost like they wanted this to happen. I don't know if they wanted this specifically to happen, but obviously we get the idea that the governors are mucking around with uh, with what these cracks can do and where they can go. Oh, yeah. Yes, they are. They are definitely mucking it up all over the place. <laughs> Dirty. So April pulls out her phone and leaves uh, Ram a message that says, JK, I've just been afraid to fall in love. And um, hey, guess what? I loves you a lot too. Now I'm gonna go beat some Shadowkin people to death. It's it's never good foreshadowing when you leave a message like that. No, no, it is not. Um, I have a Tanya Quill, Charlie, uh, Mateus Ames scene. I believe this is when they are all in the they're in the auditorium, which I hope has been cleaned. <laughs> Oh, wait, nope, that was a mirage. After that that post-battle cuddle? Never mind, that was a mirage, so that technically didn't happen in there. Good point. And I feel like this is just like, hey, you should probably use the the Cabinet of Souls. And he's like, nah, I'm not gonna. And they're like, where's the line? And he's like, it starts here or something. I don't know. None of that dialogue actually happened, but... But but things are really getting tense and really wrapping up. Oh now. yeah, Tanya and Quill are on one side. Ames is kind of in the background. Mateus and Charlie are yelling at Tanya and Quill. Mm-hmm. There's a whole bunch of stuff going on. And at this point, Ram is listening to the message that April left him, and he's right. looking around to seeing shadows entering our shadows. Yes. At which point I've got the note, oh boy, this is very, very, very not good. Yes, I have the note, oh holy crap. <laughs> that is a little bit more succinct, yes. So around this time, we so the Shadow King is with, he's in, that, in the auditorium, mm-hmm. and he's basically saying, oh, and this entire time he's like, April, just come with me and I won't kill anybody and, you know... You can hang out with us. Thursdays is wing night in Shadow Realm. It's pretty cool. We're not we're not bad guys. <laughs> we have twenty five cent beers. You'll like it. Oh, it'll be fun. Why are they? I don't even know what's happening. They're they're Russian gangsters. They're apparently Russian. And Mateus is like, yeah, they don't seem that bad. He's Russian. Yeah. He's Polish. Yeah. Well. Close enough. Among other things that I don't know. <laughs> Is apparently yeah, accents. Um, so these these uh, and did these sh- did the shadows ki- end up killing anybody? I didn't see anybody actually die. Um, I don't remember seeing anybody die, but I was also watching this on my phone, so <laughs> fair. it was a rather small screen compared to how I would normally watch it. Fair, fair enough. <laughs> so. Ram is running. He is just running from a shadow. Like, they're just shadow kin all over the place. And he's uh, naturally just running towards the school because why not? (laughs) Exactly. And a whole lot of whelp is happening. (laughs) Uh, A whole lot of whelp. 
I was literally, I think I was literally depressed by this part of the episode. <laughs> so it, it find it, it comes to be that Charlie doesn't, he's not, oh man, there's just so much stuff happening. It is. So Charlie ends up because April is tied to the Shadow King. He mm-hmm. ends up shooting her, yep. killing her, and yep. Ram arrives just in time to catch her falling body. Exactly. Um, April dies, and the Shadow King also dies, and Ram's like, man, why'd you do that thing? Makes <laughs> me very sad again for the seventh episode in a row. I know. I think there was only one episode. Is there even one episode where a bad thing does not happen to him? <laughs> I, I literally I think there might only be one. The misadventures of Ram. Right? Um so we and we we come to find out that the <laughs> the mist that was thrown at Char Charlie um actually makes him the king now somehow. Yeah, I I, I think the shade that the Shadow King was throwing um <laughs> Unintended. Mm-hmm. Um, basically kind of like did that same kind of linking thing, although not necessarily with like the heart. Right. You know, he's he's like like April's mom with like her newfound ability to move her legs. There is a little bit of shadow in her. Yes. Then basically. that's why they didn't kill her because it's the shadow souls. Right. So Charlie's the king and he's like, well, um, I know what I gotta do, and Mateus's sad little face, his little yes. little sad face. I was like, I don't, I cannot. I it, that's literally like my notes in caps. He's like, F, I can't handle this. I I tried to open my idiot's guide to evening, and I couldn't even. It was <laughs> it's just a lot of feelings. Mm-hmm. And Ames runs away. Okay, Ames, thanks for the help. Yeah, good job. And Charlie opens the cabinet, declares the enemies to be the Shadowkin, and it destroy it. It just does work. Uh, you know, admittedly, a much shorter monologue this time. Yes, very true. It's just doing work. It is destroying all of the Shadowkin. Goes into the crack, destroys all. Like I think Mateus is like, "You're done." He's like, "Nah, I ain't done." I got yeah, it. I got exactly. it. BRB imploding a planet. I, I literally was like, "Here we go, make it a good one, Larry." <laughs> make it a good one, Larry. <laughs> I wish he had said that. No, Larry was clearly the last one. Yes. So I totally agree with that. Larry comes out of the cabinet, and he's just I, and Quill pushes Char Charlie out of the way, and the soul. It goes somewhere. It totally looks like it goes after Ram. Yeah, I thought it went after Ram as well. And I, I think it went past him. I, I, I would assume so. So, uh, meanwhile, an uh, ever upward reach. Oh, boy, do things get interesting. <laughs> um, it looks like a cathedral. Very much so. And Ames is, um... <laughs> Ames is standing in the middle of this cathedral that is being overlooked by a bunch of properly dressed people. So one way to put it? I guess, I don't know. They they were dressed um it wasn't casual Friday. I'll just say that much. True, it was not. And they're like, "Hey, um what?" And she's like, "Oh yeah, my bad. 
but I still believe in what we're doing. And this guy's like, man, that kind of sucks. And then they all turn around. I'm paraphrasing, by the way. Um, Just ever so slightly, but yes. So they all turn around to not to like they turn their back to her, and she's like, "No!" Like, and I'm like, "What is happening?" Like, she's being overly dramatic for them just turning around. Like, nothing's happening. And then <laughs> she turns around, and there's a weeping angel there, and it it kills her. I assume, which is new. It doesn't um throw her back in time. Doesn't throw her back in time. And oh, oh my goodness. So it's like yeah. this entire time we're like, oh, I guess the only tie in is that the doctor came and he's like, Hey, don't don't screw up too bad, human people. See you later. <laughs> and then he's gone. But uh no, apparently that is not. No. So uh, weeping angels. <laughs> yeah. Hey, look at that. I just, all of my notes are in all caps for the weeping angels. I was um, pleasantly frightened to see them. Yeah. And there looks to be That's like a, reaction. there looks to be like a mural on the wall. Yes. And of course, of course, you know, again, I, w- I was on a small screen, so I couldn't make a lot of sense out of it. It, there was a mural on the wall, and it looked like um, it was of a weeping angel in front of something, but the weeping angel's face was missing. So I'm not exactly sure what that is all about. Mm. And then I believe one of the governors says, um, what does he say? He's like, don't worry, everything's still going according to plan. We await the arrival or whatever. I don't know. Basically, yeah. And I'm like, it's still of the angels? I, I assume it's just a, a buttload of angels. <laughs> I think that is actually what you call a, a, a flock, yes, as it were. A, but- a large group of angels. A, a buttload of, of weeping angels. All the time. So rant, we, we go back after this huge reveal. We go back to the, the auditorium. And Ram mm-hmm. Ram's all right. He's fine. Um... And we find out that Quill uh, saved Charlie so he can uh, live with it. Yes. <laughs> which is, I guess, the ultimate payback for her. Which is fine because we get to keep Charlie and Charlie gets to keep Mateus. And hey, all right. Oh, there was that one time where he says like, or he was like, I have to do this. And Mateus is like, you'll die. And he's like, I already died a minute ago. Oh, <laughs> I was yeah. like, ooh. That's dark. All right, Morrissey, calm down. <laughs> I cried and I cried. <laughs> I died a minute ago. Um, <laughs> so, you know, everybody's kind of collecting themselves, and the Shadow King sits up, looks at everyone, and in April's voice says, why is everybody looking at me so weird? And that's how class ends. <laughs> God help me, right? <laughs> I really hope like they can't figure out how to get her out of that body and we get like weird makeout sesh between Shadowkin, April, and Ram. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Fanfic. Um yes. It's already there. You know it's there. Probably. So uh that wraps up class. And I rather enjoyed it. Um, the last episode was pretty depressing. Oh, 
a lot of parent death. (laughs) Yes. Which sucks because, like, the fallout of that is... So now Ram... I guess we would get the intro. Do we even know if the show is is coming back? We don't know as of yet. I would hope so. It was very good. I really enjoyed it. I, I totally did too. It completely, like I've said, surpassed everything I expected from it when it was first announced. Um, and when it was described as, you know, sexy and edgy and right now. Oh boy, did we not like that. No. No, but um, it, it it's really good. Um, it hits hard when it hits it hits hard yeah this show pulls no punches i honestly don't think there was one episode that i like was like oh this was a bad episode yeah like i know i've been reading some stuff where it's people have been kind of like you know ho-hum and kind of like i don't know about this it's all right or they'd hate it but we overall enjoyed it yeah and I feel Definitely. like the reveal, if we do get a second season, the reveal of what's actually going on and the fallout from this season is, um, I think, worth an, at least another eight episodes. Exactly. I. It's one of those things that once episode eight ends for as much as I'm like, oh, my God, this person said and this person said and this has changed and this has happened. My first reaction is like, well, how the hell are they going to get out of that? Yes. Yeah, how and it's it's almost like you you got to you got to feel like the doctor has to come back to deal with the weeping angels. They can't do this by themselves. I no, I can't imagine that they would. There's I mean, there's literally a cult in their school. Basically, yes. There's a cult in their school. <laughs> yes. The cult of the weeping angels, which is funny because that is actually one of the newer Big Finish audios, which is very good. We reviewed it for um, um, this is where it gets complicated. You can go listen to that episode. I believe it's episode three. Okay. Yeah. And we reviewed that. It was very good. Big Finish audio. Um, Yeah. They kind of delved into the that there's a cult that worships the weeping angels. And it was pretty cool. That's crazy. So I think overall, you know, very good show. I think people should check it out. I'd almost tell people to check it out who haven't even watched Doctor Who. Yeah, I, I mean, don't think you necessarily need a strong like background in Doctor Who to appreciate class. I agree. I, I really think the show can stand on its own. Yeah, and I mean, but the only two things is you have to know who the Doctor is, and then you kind of have to know, I mean, who the Weeping Angels are. You know, I, I think to appreciate the just the first season, yes, I don't think you necessarily have to know the angels. That's true. All I mean, that, they're just kind of intimately. yeah, they're just creepy looking in general. Oh yeah, and yeah. I mean, I think I think if we get into a second season and that starts developing more, then yes, maybe a greater understanding of the angels in general would be helpful. But we don't know that yet. All right, so ask this question at the beginning. Who do you think got it the worst in this entire season? It has to be Ram, right? It has to be Ram? It has to be. He lost his leg. His girlfriend was murdered in front of him. Um, that other guy was skinned alive. Or, or like, he found, like, three bodies in the sec- the yes. second episode. Right. Um, his girlfriend was killed. His dad was killed. They were both killed in front of him. He's witnessed three deaths, at least, um. Yeah. He fell in love with a girl. The girl told him he didn't. She didn't love him back. Um. Then and then pulled a J.K. just in time to basically die. die. 
And now her soul or something is inside of a giant warrior shadow thing. <laughs> yes, I think we can safely say that Ram got the shortest uh, end of any possible stick. Though, I mean, you could say that about most of them. I'd say Tanya got it really bad, too. I mean, she had to t- she talked to her, like, dead father for 40 minutes. <laughs> that was horrifying. And then she watched her mom die. Um, I think other than <laughs> that's so that's so messed up to say. I think other than that, she wasn't that bad. <laughs> no, I think I think the only other thing that that Tanya had going in terms of like a rough ride was just kind of being the youngest one of the group and feeling like yeah. outside in that sense. Which, yeah. Okay, compared to yes, a a a creature from a far off planet, you know killing your parent maybe that's not as big a deal but it it does play a lot into her character oh yeah definitely um i mean april had it pretty bad her heart was all messed up she had rage issues Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um daddy issues she had the dad she had um what else did she have oh yeah her soul is inside of that thing now (laughs) that's kind of a big you know that's kind of a big deal Mateus was, uh, I mean, his parents just don't like him. Yeah. They're still alive, though. True. He had to sleep in his cousin's car. Now, I don't know what kind of car it is. It could have been a Yugo. Yeah, we don't know. It could have been a Ford Capri. I don't know. So I think, uh, listeners, tell us who you think had it the worst in the show, yeah. because I think we both feel like it was Ram for sure. Yeah. I just want three episodes if there's a next season where nothing like nothing bad happens to him or anyone directly. Like, can we just have three episodes where they eat ice cream? I mean, they could be mini webisodes. <laughs> just please. So yeah, I mean that that was class. Uh, we highly recommend it. I would hope you have you know watched the show and then listened to us. I've been telling my friends, you need to watch the show. You need to watch the show. Even people who aren't really watching Doctor Who anymore, um, mm-hmm. I'm like, just watch the show. It's it's very very good. It's yeah. Well, and I think when BBC America airs it, you know, I'll definitely record it and, and you know uh, try to get Amber and Kobe watching it and see what they think about it. Oh, when they air it, I'm going to be. We'll probably see our numbers spike a little bit again. Probably. Fingers crossed. Doing numbers. <laughs> so. Next week, I know you get to hear us again because the first and only new Doctor Who episode of 2016 is finally here. The return of Doctor Mysterio. Uh, that's, that's all the notes I have on that. That's all the notes we need on that right now. I agree. I am. I'm super excited to record this. I'm super excited to watch it. I'm just super super excited it's so super so that's that's it for us this week you can like us on facebook and follow us on twitter uh just to search the podcastica uh follow me on twitter at jp thrice and follow taylor on twitter at apex buddha uh subscribe to us on itunes and stitcher just search podcastica look for the gallifreyan writing and rate and review us as well and a huge huge shout out to the Y-Axis. I finally listened to their new album. You can listen to it on Spotify. It is fantastic. Awesome. Hands down, it is it, it and it's they've been with us for a while. They've been kind enough to let us basically just use their music for intro and outros for 
I think at one point we were using them for like four podcasts. Now we're just using it for um, for Podcastica and for Girls Interrupting. And to see the progression of a band musically is it's pretty cool. And this is just this is their best stuff that they've I think they've released in my opinion. Um, and you can check that out. Just if you, you're on Spotify, just look up the Y axes. You can find their new album on there. You can check them out on Bandcamp. It's the Y axes Follow them on Twitter at the Y axes. Yeah. Just, um, totally check them out. Um, yeah, it's good stuff. You can hear that the, the song that, uh, intros and outros us on that album. It is the first track. So the theme of podcastica. Uh, let's see what else you can head on over to notlg.spreadshirt.com and buy one of our podcastica shirts they are fantastic i absolutely love them and you should love them as well put us on your chest yes do it come on now (laughs) so that is it for us this week thank you for joining us for an extra long episode this week and check us out next week as we finally get the Doctor Who Christmas special, The Return of Doctor Mysterio, and we will talk to you guys then. See ya. See ya. Woo! Woo! I'm not sure if it's also what causes, uh, we'll call it, the oh. that was Balance doing, but... Maybe it was a combination of both. It could have been. I it, Larry may have knocked her out. Larry, what a jerk! I knew it. Right. <laughs>